All right, let's head over to Safeco Field. Joining us, it's a, it's his pleasure. It's our pleasure, but I think it's a bigger pleasure for Nick Vincent, Mariners <laughs> reliever, to join for the very first time. Nick, are you ready for it? You are on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. How are you, Nick? We're doing good. How are you guys doing? Well, you got, we're doing great. If you need any plumbing, uh, here's what you don't realize. Just for joining the program today, uh, you get plumbing service from Beacon Plumbing. I guarantee you. Whatever you want, yeah. just make the call. <laughs> tell them Nick Vincent. I was on KJR. Give me my free plumbing uh, assessment. And they'll do it right for you. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the most likely of your teammates to clog up a toilet in the locker room? Who, who would you pick out of the other twenty four? Who, who would be most the guy? Say, yeah. yeah, most likely. Who would be the guy that you'd be able to give this to? Who could really use it? Daniel Vogelbach. Okay. Sure. Vogelbach. Well, boy, Nick, that really I get it. That, that, that just fits, doesn't it? <laughs> Hey, Nick, we were, we were we weren't laughing necessarily, but we were looking, you know, watching the game last night. I'm like, oh, geez, we asked this poor guy to come on the radio today, and he goes out last night and has kind of a tough night. You've been in the game long enough. I'm sure you have. Well, I don't know. I'll ask you. I mean, do you, do you have routines? Do you have something afterwards to to make sure you 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 trick your mind into not obsessing about last night because your your year so far has been pretty good. How do you? What do you go through after last night's game, and then having a quick turnaround for today, knowing that they very well may need you today to make sure that all that stuff is out of your head from last night. Uh, I mean, in younger younger part of my career, I would definitely went out me through the night. But uh, now, more as a veteran veteran, I got in the bullpen. I mean, you you know those days are going to happen. Like made one bad pitch yesterday, but a lot of bad stuff happened, and that's just part of baseball. It's, that's just going to happen sometimes. You're going to make pitches and. Balls are going to go through. Some guys are going to make some mistakes, but that's, I mean, that's your job on the mound is kind of just minimize the damage as you uh, <clears throat> see stuff kind of unfolding. But for me, now it's I mean, you know, this is the next day, and there's a long season. There's 162 games, so it's you have one bad outing, you know, you just shake it off, and then come out of the next day and go out there and try to get out. Nick, how, how do you guys assess the start to the season so far? Uh, it's a good start. Better than we have the past two years, that's for sure. Usually we're kind of a slow-starting team. But uh, this year, kind of in spring training, we kind of came together as a group and said, we we need to start off better than we usually do because that's our biggest problem is starting off slow. But we got a good group of guys this year. It's a good good mesh of uh, older guys, younger guys, kind of everybody's having fun and staying loose in the clubhouse and, you know, doing stuff together, going out to dinners and going to a movie together or something or whatever, hanging out in the hotel rooms on the road and stuff and just kind of getting to know the guys and, you do that more often, it's going to be an easier clubhouse to play in. I'm glad you said that because, you know, in baseball, you'll get people that, that will say it's not necessarily players, but maybe who, guys who cover it. I always like to refer to them, Nick, as baseball guy. You know, you know who baseball mm-hmm. guy is, that fan who's like, who is like the expert in all of, all of the land and has every answer when it comes to baseball. And they'll say, oh, you can't worry about losing those games early in the season because it's such a long season. And I always think, yeah, I don't treat it like the NFL, you know, or college football, but... You know, the games that you lose, you know, you guys have lost seven games so far. At the end of the year, those seven games are going to count against your record. So, I, I mean, there is also, you got to balance it. There's an importance in winning, you know, those early games. But you can't, I guess, obsess over the losses. But we would all agree getting off to a good start is the most ideal situation. Yes. No, it's always better to start off winning games and then start losing games coming off the bat. Because then you start pressing early. And then that's not an easy way to start the season. But, yeah, I mean, we started off a little bit better this year, and I think the guys, like, just, just like I said, they're just more relaxed this year. And, you know, they know these guys, if they get out hitting-wise, the next guy's going to go up there and try to get the job done for them. So, it's a, you know, it's a team game, and 
you know, to have each other's back. Ems reliever Nick Vincent is our guest from Safeco Field. Ems and the Astros will wrap up a series at about 1240. They'll get started at 1240 today. Uh, Nick, those of us who observe these games, you know, we have obviously a different attitude than those who play it, but we're all humans. Did you guys as a team, or did you personally, or maybe you and another guy on the team, ever kind of have an uh-oh moment in the first couple of weeks when you have all these weird injuries? I mean, Zanino gets hurt in the batting cage, you know, and Nelson turns his ankle on a step. I mean, all these crazy things that stacked up so quickly on you. Did, did, did you think, oh, man, this is going to be tough? I mean, I mean, I know you're going to say, well, we have guys who step in and do the job, but but you're only human. Did you did you think, man, this is, this is going to make getting off to that good start that we all agree is a good idea. It's going to make it harder. Uh, I mean, it definitely makes it a little bit harder, but I mean, Jerry does a great job of building this system and then having guys that can back up guys. So I think we're we were in a good spot even when those guys did get hurt because that guys come fill their spots and do a very good job. So that's a good thing with this with the Mariners is they've they've got guys in AAA and AA that can come up and fill a spot for a week at a time, a month at a time, and we can still go out there and compete with anybody. You guys, um, you guys talk amongst yourselves leading up to this series that this was a. Again, I'm, I'm asking this because it's so early in the season. A big series. How did you guys view it? Did you guys talk about this? And was there an extra importance on it? Was there a discussion of, hey, this is a measuring stick where we're at as a ball club? Uh, I mean, this is definitely a measuring stick on how we're and what what things we need to work on and what stuff we don't need to. But, uh, I mean, the Astros, they're, they're a good team. They got from one through nine, their team's <clears throat> the best lineup in the major league hitting-wise. Um, and then they, and I mean, they didn't get worse. They went out and got a couple starters, and now they have pretty much five number one and two starters for their team. So we know if we can go out there and compete with these guys, we're going to be able to compete with anybody. Nick, I remember doing a story with you for the Mariners magazine a couple of years ago. As I recall, you're you're a dog guy, right? Don't you have a couple of dogs or a dog? Yeah, I got two. We got two dogs. Uh, a little four pound little Yorkie, and then a little seventy pound Boxer. And, and am, am I making this up, or wasn't one of them named Griffey? Yeah, the, the boxer's named Griffey. I named him uh, after Ken Griffey Jr., but that was before I even came up to the Mariners and everything, so that was kind of uh, ironic that all happened. How's, how's Griffey doing? Is he, is he, uh, he doesn't care if you win or lose, right? You have a good outing. Griffey's the same as if you have a tough outing. That must be fun to get home if Griffey's around because he doesn't give a flip what the Mariners do. Yeah, no, all he wants to do is chase the ball. He doesn't care how your day, how your day was, what not. But uh, <clears throat> he's doing good, and then we had a baby girl in the offseason, so that's another thing to get your mind off the game in the offseason, or during the, during the season. They, so you obviously grew up, being a California kid, you grew up liking Griffey, I would assume. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I think anybody grew, yeah. as a kid playing baseball growing up in the 90s, it was Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, he's just the way he carried himself. His, I mean, his swing was none like any other. He's just so perfect swing, and then, him just hitting home runs and just kind of walking out of the offensive. <laughs> so I think everybody playing wiffle ball stuff growing up was definitely a, you tried to hit from left-handed side, you were trying to do Griffey. I got one more serious question than a series of dumb questions, but that really is just my personality. I, I ask a lot of dumb questions, Nick. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, did you see his comments the other day about he'd be in support of playing uh, less games uh, because whether they, he just said, hey, listen, we're playing way too many games. I'd like to see the, the baseball season uh, shorten. What, where's your stance on that? How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm pretty old school way approach about the baseball game. <clears throat> I think you just you, you don't mess with it. It's been around for so long, and I just think we start changing the game more and more. It's not you're going to lose more viewers by doing that. I think, and 
like I said, I'm very old school, and I said, I mean, hush, you do it's a lot of games, but it's also that's part of the game. It's like it's a grind, and sometimes you're not going to be able to see those teams that start off real slow and then come off that come off a good second half, and they make the playoffs and they go on and start winning. They go win the World Series, so it's. I think it's just it's part of the game, and I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's baseball. That's we know what we signed up for. It's not going to change. I don't think anytime soon. <laughs> All right, so all right. I don't know. That's what that's what he thinks, but everybody everybody's different. All right, indulge me. You've been you've been here long enough. You've got almost three years now, so you've kind of you've understood the kind of the culture of Seattle. Are you a you a beer drinker at all? Uh, yeah, you got, got everything. You got you got a favorite beer around in the, in the Pacific Northwest? Have you landed on one? I uh, haven't landed on one out here. Really? Haven't. You're in like the yeah. beer craft beer capital of the world, Nick, right here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm in San Diego is the same thing. Oh, yeah. San so Diego big, beer is not there, that was, good. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. But that was, I'm, I'm big on the Dallas Boys sculpting. Oh, and, uh, you and your sculpting. Uh, everybody <laughs> in San Diego's on yep. this sculpting. If I wanted grapefruit, I'd go to the grocery store and go buy a grapefruit. I don't need to drink <laughs> a grapefruit. I'm going to go suggest to you. There, you, you play at this wonderful ballpark. I want you to head about a uh, mile and a half south. There's a great brewery named Georgetown Brewery. They make Manny's Pale Ale, Lucille IPA, Bodie Zaffa IPA. Now, the Bodie Zaffa IPA, my friend, was named the best IPA in America. So there you go. It's it's a mile and a half mile and a half from where you work. But Georgetown, I'll have to try that. Georgetown <clears throat> Brewery, and then and then lastly, be honest. It's just you, me, and Gas. I think there's two other people listening. One is my mother. <laughs> Do you color the goatee? That's really black. <laughs> I don't. You don't? It's all natural. Oh, my God. He's 31 for crying out loud. Well, so? He's not as old as yeah. us. Well, but it looks colored. It looks so black. But It, right. it looks a lot darker because I, I try to keep the outside clean shaven so that it makes it pop out more. There you go. Nick, uh, love it, man. Uh, have, uh, have a great season. Go get him today. We'll talk to you in the future. Thank you, guys. Good talking. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Nick Vincent, uh, Mariners reliever, struggled last night. Had a, uh, everyone kind of had a tough outing last night, but he he has been a solid bullpen uh, force. And three I gotta, years now, he's he's been you know pretty, years, reliable. Really, pretty yeah, reliable, pretty yeah, reliable, real, real, real reliable, and a uh, huge golf fan. I wanted to get a series of golf questions. So, so we'll, we'll have him again later because I want to follow up on the Griffey the dog thing and say how do you handle that? Because clearly he's now met Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Griffey comes back about once a year and he doesn't. He comes to spring training, so clearly Nick has had the time to walk up and say, "I'd like to, you know, you're you're my hero. It's nice to meet you. I'm sure awesome. guys do that with Junior all the time. Sure. Now, do you then offer up? I've got a boxer that I named after you. No, or do I you, think do, that's weird. You think that that's yeah, that's I'd like to ask him. So that'll be our next interview with him. We can ask him, is that you know what do you do there? Do you say to Junior, "Hey, I named my dog after you," or do you not say that? Well, my natural when he said that, and I did not know that about him. Mm-hmm. My 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 first follow up to him was going to be, but I didn't do it. Was has he ever taken off from Montana? <laughs> yeah, don't let don't let him out the backyard and keep an eye on him because next thing you know, he'll be on the phone to Chuck in Montana, going, "I am done. I quit." <laughs> and I wanted to follow up on the dead, on the Vogelbach. <laughs> I don't think we need to clogged up the bathroom. I'll, I'll say that as the guy who asked that question. I don't think that question needed a follow up. He gave uh, an answer. I think we move on at that point. All right. If you like to pinch and dip and go to a baseball game, I'm going to tell you, King County says you may not be able to ever do it again. We'll discuss that next.